0: Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, children. And welcome to Rebbe's Stories. This is a story for Parshas Shemos. Once upon a time, there was a 12-year-old girl named Suri. Suri was the oldest child in her family. There were a bunch of brothers and sisters under her, and now Suri's mother came home from the hospital with another baby. Mora Hashem! Another Yid in Klai Yisrael! Another Yid born to our team! Another descendant of Avram Avinu few days after the baby came home, so cute, the baby developed colic, stomach aches. The baby was so fussy and spit up after eating all the time, every day, for many, many days. The baby would only calm down when being held over your shoulder or by being strolled outside in the carriage. Suri, please hold the baby, Suri. Please take the baby for a walk. Suri, do this, Suri, do that. Suri was usually happy to help out around the house, but this was getting too much. Too much until her mora's parashashir for Shemos. Yes, it was mora's simakab. Her famous parashashir, it was now being recorded and distributed to hundreds of other moras and thousands of students. But Suri had the privilege of hearing Morosimah's Shurim live. And this is what Morosimah said. Paro, the king of Egypt, hated that the Jews were increasing so much. The Jewish mommies were having six babies at a time. The Jewish population was booming in Mitzrayim. Paro tried a couple of schemes to stop this, but his plans didn't work. In fact, they had the opposite effect the Bnei Yisrael were increasing even more. Hashem wanted millions of Yidden in Mitzrayim and nothing can stop Hashem. But Paro had not yet understood about Hashem and about how he works and how special the Bnei Yisrael are to Hashem. So he came up with another scheme, a decree, Paro thought. A mommy can't give birth by herself. She needs someone to help her when the baby is born. Who helps these Jewish mommies? The Jewish midwives. They catch the baby and hold the baby as it's born. I know, thought Paro. I'll demand that the Jewish midwives should kill the baby boys. Yes, that's a good plan. I've got it. Paro thought that the Jewish girls can live. Because when the girls grow up and there are no boys their age to marry, the Jewish girls will be forced to marry Mitzri men. And when the Jewish girls marry Mitzri men, goyish men, man, then they become goyish and their kids will be goyish, not Jewish. So all I have to do, thought Paro, is tell the Jewish midwives to kill the Jewish baby boys. Paro found out about the Jewish midwives. They were Moshe's mother, Yochadet, and Moshe's sister, Miriam. Of course, Moshe wasn't yet born, but now you know who the midwives are. Great Rebetzins, Tzadkonios. In fact, Miriam was a prophetess. Hashem spoke to her. Yes, Miriam HaNevil. So, Paro called them in for a top secret government meeting. So imagine, there in Paro's boardroom, together with the king and all the top ministers of Egypt, were these two Jewish Rebetzins. Paro runs the meeting and explains to Yochanan and Miriam the following. Listen here, ladies. We Egyptians are very concerned about the Jews having so many children. It's a threat to national security. We have to do something to stop the Jewish population growth. And now we have come up with a final solution. All of this, Paro was talking in his speech. Ladies, we need your cooperation or else the plan won't work. You must look and see, when a Jewish baby is being born, if it's a girl, let it live. But all boys you must kill. I don't care how you kill the baby boy, but make sure the boy dies. Remember ladies, your part in this scheme is crucial. If you don't kill the boys, the plan will fail. Now go do it. Paro Melech Mitzrayim has spoken. That's what Paro said. Yocheved and Miriam didn't tell Paro no, but they thought, no way! Has the king gone nuts? Does he really think we could murder our own children? We would murder our own children. Crazy Paro! All of this, Morasima was teaching to Suri's class, and now she continued. Now, girls, Yocheved and Miriam disobeyed clear orders from the king. If you don't listen to a king, he can put you to death. Paro was a real king, and he did put people to death. Were Yocheved and Miriam right for disobeying? Of course! The Torah says that Yocheved and Miriam feared Hashem. They weren't afraid of Paro, not one bit. In fact, they did the opposite of what Paro wanted. Yocheved and Miriam not only kept the boys alive, They gave extra care to the baby boys. The midwives made sure that the baby boys were alive and robust and healthy looking and happy. It's a story where we find chutzpedic behavior against the Russia. Well, girls, Yocheved and Miriam risked their lives and Hashem gave them great reward. But now, If I were to ask you to nickname Yocheved, give a nickname to Miriam, a name that describes who they are in a cute way, what nickname would you choose for them? Or said, you know what I would say? Let's call Yocheved Chaya, from the word life. She risked her life for the life of the baby boys. And for Miriam, maybe I would choose Yiri, or something that sounds like Yira, fear because Miriam feared Hashem and not Paro. But look into the Torah. What nickname do we find for these great rabbits? Yocheved was called Shifra. Do you know what Shifra means, girls? It means that she made the babies look nice and comfortable. Yocheved would comb the baby's hair and wipe their noses, clean their ears. And Miriam's nickname was Pua. Pua means she made calming sounds for the fussy babies. Pua, pua. This made the babies relax and stop crying. So you see, girls, that the Torah makes a big deal about these small acts of kindness. Yes, kindness to babies is what described Yochavet and Miriam. The Torah wants us to know that tiny acts of tiny chesed to tiny yiddin, in other words, babies, That is real greatness. And that was the end of Morisimma's lesson. Suri was spellbound. Huh? She thought. is talking about me and my baby brother. How does she know? How did Morisimma know that I needed this chizuk? Anyways, to make a long story short, Suri came home from school, put away her coat and school bag, and said to her mother, Mommy, can I take the baby for a walk? Let me watch him and hold him for a couple of hours while you rest and get things done. Yes, Mirasimha's Musa story sure made a change. For more stories, visit our website, MusaStories.com.